Welcome to the Beauty and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawnee, and today we discuss the B-side of life, love, and business. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty and Soul Podcast, where we discuss the B-side of love, life, and business. The quote for this episode is, the arts are a critical component of healthcare. Expressive art is a tool to explore, develop, and practice creativity as a means to wellness. And that's by Well Arts Association. Today, I have another lovely guest, Ms. Amber Lane. Amber is the founder and executive director of Knowing Your Worth, Inc., a nonprofit organization established in 2017. Amber has always believed if she is able to help and change one girl, young girl's life, then her duty was completed. Amber is also the founder of Social Work Mentoring and Coaching, a mentoring and coaching program established in 2018 for social work college students, social work employees, and aspiring social workers. Welcome to the Beauty and Soul podcast, Amber. Hi, thanks for having me. You're welcome. No problem. Okay, so let's go ahead and get right into it. What made you pursue a career in social work? So um, people always ask me this. Um, I always like known growing up that I wanted to help people. One, my dad always have done that. My parents were always helpful to people in the family and then friends, all those things. And I just knew it was something in me that I always wanted to help people. Um, It's a funny story. Like I wanted to be a pediatrician at first because I love kids. I love working with kids. Like when I was growing up, like I was a babysitter, all those things. And then I was like, "Uh, I don't want to do four years of college, (laughs) like another four years of medical school. So then I was like, well, what's something else I could do with kids? And I was like, oh, a teacher. But then um, I was scared because you have to take a big exam. I was like, no, no, no. So I'm like, what else can I do? So then I started researching, talking to a few people, like, in different departments in college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, social work. And I just really like that social work is so broad. You can Mm kind of do anything, and you can, like, jump to different um different parts of social work mm-hmm. and still kind of doing the same thing it's just like a different element so and then like I said just growing up I just knew that was something I wanted to do I love helping people and building rapport yeah that's good you really have to have uh the right heart to be a social worker oh yeah it's not, yeah it's yeah. not easy work at all um okay so what made you want to start knowing your worth pink so um, I always wanted to start a, a nonprofit, and I was um, I always thought like, what is something I'm real passionate about? And I love mentoring, and I love working with women, like even people my age and all those things. And um, I was like, well, what else is something I'm passionate about? Okay, kids, but I was passionate about teen girls too. So I always knew that I wanted to work with teen girls. Uh, well, kid like kids but teen girls like a specific like person area mm-hmm. and it never it was never like the right time to start it it was always something going on so like I just started my career um I started grad school I was in a different state I was planning a wedding so it's crazy so then we finally relocated back to my hometown Oklahoma City in 2015 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have anything going on. Like after the, I got married that year. After that year, I didn't have anything going on. I was like, okay, this is a good time to start working on my nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like the name. I always had like worth, like in my mind. But I'm like worth, worth. What goes with worth? I'm like, okay, if I'm working with adolescent girls, my thing is building mentoring, teaching them about self confidence, self esteem. What's something that goes with that? And I was like, knowing your worth. Yeah. And then I was like, where, this is the best place to start it in my hometown because I did research and there wasn't many or if any um, nonprofits like knowing your words. Mm. And like I said, I just knew I wanted to give back to, I knew I wanted to work like with the uh, urban community mm-hmm. and low social economic and um, Oklahoma City, it, it has like a mixture of that. And I just knew like, if I'm going to start this, I'm going to start it at home. Mm, yeah, yeah, I like that. It's very commendable for you to start something uh, where you came from, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's really, really dope. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. And I really love the name, Knowing Your Worth. And I think the age group that you decided to target was actually very smart as well because, you know, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're a teen or a preteen and you're in the middle school type age, it's kind of weird. You know, you're trying to figure out, (laughs) you're trying to figure out who you are, where you fit in this world, what you like, what you don't like, who you like, who you don't like, your body Mm -hmm. is everything, everything, (laughs) you know, everything is going on. And sometimes it can be um, a bit difficult to express those feelings to your, you know, your parents. So having someone um, outside of your home to discuss those things with, I think is very, very, uh, very, very important for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Because like, I've been mentoring since college. I just love mentoring. Um, And I remember working with some some girls that was between the 12 and 18 years. It was just different stuff we would talk about their battle with, like you said, self image or if they're a graduate senior, not knowing what they want to do next because they haven't talked to someone that has done it or know, like, what they're looking at. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Just different things like that. <clears throat> so I knew with, like, knowing – and then also I was going to say with me working – because I started my career in the CPS field. Unfortunately, in these low socioeconomic <laughs> neighborhoods – there's not many role models or parents can't do it all. They're trying to just make sure their kids have the right, you know, the next uh, outfit to wear to school or clothes or next meal for the day or whatever. So I knew that starting this, if I have different workshops and components, which we might go into later, um, it will target these girls questions and then also have a mentoring component with it. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that was actually my next question. Um, (laughs) So I was talking about, uh, we were talking about the youths and you were talking about the programs, but I wanted to get some more information on the programs that you offer for the kids. So, um, so I launched in 2017, but you always know when you launch a business or a brand, it takes a while for it to build. So I knew everything I wanted to do or what I wanted to give back with knowing your work. So finally, after I had my son and I had to relocate to Houston because my husband's job, it's like when everything started picking up for Know Your Worth. So I'm six hours away because it's in my hometown, Oklahoma City. Mm. So I'm like, man, of course not leave. So, but it just helped me when I was on maternity leave, I planned out everything I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do um, a project prom, which was basically to help a young lady who was in need 
that is struggling to pay for the whole prom experience. Yeah. So my part was a lot of a lot of organizations or different organizations give back dresses. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the essentials that really make the girl enjoy going to prom or getting ready for it, like the makeup, getting her hair done, mm-hmm. um, and getting her nails done. So I did that this year. That was our first. Um, this is our first year doing it. We picked two young girls that was well deserving, and then I'm doing a scholarship this year. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's a $250 scholarship, and that's going to a graduating senior. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing the summit. And the summit is where we have the workshops where we're going to – one of our, our first workshop is knowing your physical health. So knowing the importance of staying healthy, eating healthy, how um, your physical health can affect your mental health, different things like that. And then we're going to have um, knowing your mental health. So knowing that it's okay if you're feeling anxiety or depression or um, not knowing, um, like, who you can talk to or, you know, what are the resources like therapy and let them know that going to therapy is okay. And then we have um, knowing, like, your vision, your self-esteem. So that's, like, a workshop on maybe possibly doing like vision boarding or just talking about self-confidence or self-esteem or saying to yourself that I am beautiful, I am okay, and I will, you know, succeed. Just different things like that. Just teaching girls that they need to say that to themselves. Right. And like how to, how, how, how to do that. Um, and then we have um, knowing, um, I'm sorry, preparation for college. A lot of girls don't know about FAFSA or yeah. what even FAFSA stands for. Um, or knowing how to apply to community college or vocational school. So I have a workshop on that. And then the last one is knowing your career. Like I was discussing earlier, a lot of girls, or if you talk to a few girls, you're like, Hey, they're like, I don't know if I want to go to college. And if I do, what, what do you mean? What do I want to major in? You know, so that kind of ties into like the preparation of college, but the career knowing that, you know, you could be a dentist, you could be a doctor, but this is what you have to take. You know, these are the steps to get there. Or you want to be a teacher. Or you want to go into the military. I have a military person uh, who's actually my sister, and she's the president of the board, that's coming in to discuss women in military because a lot of girls think it's only men. Yeah. So that's kind of like a gist of, like, what the workshops we offer. Okay. It sounds awesome. It sounds like you're busy, Thank you. busy, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Which is definitely good, um, but I wanna I wanna backtrack a little bit. You talked about you know the importance of mental health. Um, mm-hmm. I'm all team take, go to therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Me too. I, I feel like everybody needs a therapist, um, especially you know um, in this world that we live in. It's just so many crazy things that are going on, and so many people don't know. Um, how to process them, um, where to put those feelings, where to put those emotions. Um, For me personally, as an artist, I believe, you know, you can put your feelings and your emotions into your art. That's one, you know, art form. Um, But sometimes you need to talk to somebody also, you know. Um, And I really want to talk about this whole situation that's been going on um, with the murder of Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. So many people, myself included, have just really been devastated, you know, by someone that we never personally met, you know, but it's like, what are ways that people and that you would tell your um, mentees, how could they express their feelings or their sadness? Um, like, what are some tips that you would give them 
you know, when they're dealing with situations like this? Because it's all over social media. Yeah, um, it's all over social media. And um, I think that's the hard thing. It's on social media, it's on the news, it's everywhere. Um, I know a lot of people or a few people that I know, I'm saying a lot, sorry. Like, I know a few people that I know um, had had to take a break from social media because it is on there. And that could be a trigger. And triggers... um, I talk about that a lot. Triggers can happen real fast. That's what I call a trigger. And it can happen kind of anytime. I know like when the R. Kelly special was on, I made a post like, please be careful watching this because it could possibly bring up repressed or suppressed memories that you're having or a trigger. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember my sister, not my, someone asked me, I can't remember who it was, they was like, why did you post that? And I was like, because, like, people need to know, you know, that you need to be careful watching this stuff, even though it says it in the beginning or whatever, just those different things. But I think um, also, like, with the Nipsey hustle, why it's probably affecting a lot of other people is because um, if you are from the hood or lived in an urban community, like, you've seen this. Uh, it was many people, like, brothers, sisters, son, are slain just like this. So that's bringing up, again, possibly repressed memories, all those things. I think it's very important to ident- identify coping skills. So mm-hmm. I think it was really good that you said, like, your art and, you know, expressing yourself, which is a great, basically, positive coping skill, which is one thing a therapist um, or social worker, whoever, will tell you. Um, also, like when you're in therapy, they're there to help you, but they're also there to help you identify what can help you cope and when you're going through difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're not with you. We're not, we're not with you all the time. Right. So you have to like think to yourself like, okay, um, this has been a trigger. What's my positive coping skill? It could be either to draw, working out, um, hanging with friends, positive friends. We all have those positive, negative friends. So if you're going through something that's upsetting you, don't call that negative friend because they'll make it work uh, worse. Like they call it um, toxic positivity. Like that's a true mm. thing. Wow. So um, I think just reaching out, like if you have a therapist or wanted to get a therapist or if this is affecting you really bad, definitely do that. It's a lot of different resources out here. Um, psychology today melanin mental health if you're a person of color therapy for black girls if you're a woman of color and you want a black therapist um and then just psychology today (laughs) i use um, therapy for black girls and that's how i found it too and just to be transparent i i have a therapist and i'm a social worker Mm -hmm. so even even we seek therapy so yeah like i think that's a great platform therapy for black girls is a great platform I agree. I agree. Um, I was seeing another therapist um, at first, you know, white lady. She was very, very, she was very sweet, very nice. But I just found that she couldn't relate to me um, in the ways that a black woman could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. when I found, when I found the, um, my current therapist that I have now, it was just like, she just got it. You know, she just she just understood because she's a black woman. Um, yeah, so. and that's why a lot of us are going to therapy for black girls or looking on melanin mental health yeah. because we need that we need that relatable um, that we need that. Because I had a white therapist before too, and like you said, she was great. But I knew like this time coming around what I was looking for, and it's good to always have a list. Um, like write out what you want. 
um, it's like to the viewers, like write out what you want in a therapist. Like, do you do you care like what nationality they are? Um, do you want to know like what they do? Specifically? If you're suffering from anxiety, but they um, they don't have any anxiety services, then that might not be the person for you. If you're uh, gay, do do you care if your therapist uh, is homosexual? I mean, I'm sorry, a heterosexual, or would you want them to be you know gay too? Mm-hmm. So it's just different things like that, like having that list and actually going to these people's websites and reading what they offer. You kind of know if you will possibly click with someone in your bio. And they say that's really important, like for us um, in the mental health professionals, they say like your bio kind of really tells who you are and if you could possibly work well with someone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I definitely read that about page every time. Mm-hmm. And, and the reviews. I read the yep. reviews. Yeah, reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. So it sounds like, you know, you're doing some amazing things in your um, community. I really commend you for that. Thank you. you. Know, that's definitely um, not an easy, not an easy position to be in, especially, like I said, in these times. It's so, it's so hard and so critical. Um, and I, I think more people should be looking after, um, the youth right now because they're the ones that's going to be coming up after us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like we're, we're going through therapy and, and, and healing ourselves from the previous generation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we need to go ahead and take heed and take care of um, the future generation as well as we're taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And we have to, um, I think we're doing better now, like talking about mental health um, yeah. and saying that it's okay, especially if we have a lot of men out here that's coming out, like Bitch Sean, Charlamagne yes. God. Um, I feel like someone else just talked about it too. I can't remember. I think that's really helpful that we're having that. I know one thing, like I mentioned, like on my social media, you know, we have like a lot of these like panels and workshops, like in the community, like, like a lot of women empowerment stuff. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, you have people on there talking to like entrepreneurs or um, someone's on my resume building all those different things but a lot of times there's no mental health professionals on there and it like <laughs> it hurts me so bad because I'm like you talking about all these great things for a woman to be successful but y'all not talking about her mind because exactly. this is something that affects us especially women of color so bad and I just wish they just had more like when they have these panels have like at least a licensed clinical social worker um a psychologist, someone on there just to discuss like how your mental health can like really affect your business from going from zero, I mean, from a hundred to zero. Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. So I just, yeah. And, and just to talk about different resources, I can't tell you how many people, like I know I have mentioned therapy for black girls too. And they're like, what is that? I didn't know this existed. Wow. You know, it's like way bigger now than like when it first came out. And I was be still so shocked. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and that's the reason why I started Beauty and Soul, because yeah. when I first started building my business and started, like, you know, changing my life and going on a different path, you know, if you look at social media, you scrolling all day, you see all the positive stuff, you see everybody chilling on vacation, <laughs> they in a coffee shop on their laptop, pretending like they working. Yeah, um, taking a picture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They got their little um, notepad and their cute pen on their desk. Yes. They're taking a little uh, flat lay. It's like, okay, I can do this. They're doing that. I can do this. 
Exactly. But when I tell you, it was so hard on me mentally. And I was just like, I ain't got nobody who understands what I'm doing. They don't understand that, no, I can't go out every weekend because I'm saving for my website or, or this event. You know, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm, you know, I'm up till one o'clock in the morning because I'm creating content. Like I needed to be around people who understood it. So that's what made me create, you know, beauty and soul because I need to talk about the B side the side that nobody talks about, yeah. uh, you know, like this is a struggle, but we can all do it, but it's hard. It's super, mm -hmm. super hard. And I agree with you. I think there should be more uh, mental health professionals on these panels. And that, honestly, that made me even like check myself. Cause I'm like, have I ever had, <laughs> have I ever had anybody, you know, on my, in my event, that was a mental health professional. I mean, yeah. granted, we may talk about, you know, life situations, but we do need to talk about this more. We do yeah. need to talk about how stressful it is about, you know, um, working yourself to death and how you don't really need to do that. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that- And then working in a toxic environment and feeling like you don't, you can't get out, which I understand people have bills and stuff, but it's like, People understand like that, that causes, unfortunately, suicide rates to go up so high. Yes, you it know? do. Yes, it do. I can tell you in a toxic own. environment. Yes, yes. When I say I was working at a really, really toxic position and like physically I was, I was ill. Yeah. Migraines, high blood pressure, dizzy spells. I didn't know what was going on with me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Stress will do that to you. Yes. You know? And that's, that's some things that people don't talk about. Like you're stressing yourself out because, you know, you don't have the right resources or the right support. Yeah. To do what you need to do. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah. a lot of people that can't even still to this day talk to their parents about them going, going to therapy. Oh, girl, I just and I mean, I'm a social worker, and to be honest, like I remember, I didn't tell my mom for the longest because I already knew it would be negative negativity. Yes, why is that? Why is that with 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 black parents? And I I can agree with you. Same here. I didn't tell my mom um, until recently, and and her yeah. her response was negative. Basically, yeah, like what are you doing oh, that for? Yeah, she What's basically told me I was wasting my money. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. But, you know, I just wish that that generation, our parents, were more supportive and more open to, you know, the mental health field because yeah. there's nothing wrong with it, you know? There's nothing wrong with it. And I think it's just from generational and generational um, just repeats, you know, just carrying on. They, like back in the day, with our business is our business. Yeah. Um, when people think about, when people thought about mental health back in like the 50s and 60s, they thought about like something was wrong with you or like the devil's on you. And yeah. that that's still, it's actually still people that think like that today. Yeah, so um, I don't know like how much education we give them. I think it's sometimes when they say when people are stuck in their ways, they are stuck in their ways. Yeah. Um, all we can continue to do is just continue to educate, because um, that's what I'm always doing, and um, and then start combining. Like a lot of people are doing now, you can have therapy in Jesus. You can have both. A lot of churches are 
um, like if they're like kind of like mega churches, and I think some small churches, but I know like definitely like kind of like a lot of the mega churches, they have people who are like licensed therapists, or whatever, in like their professional career coming in and like having like a component or they're building in a counseling service inside the church too, which I think is amazing. I think that came a long way too. Yeah. Church and therapy. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Or Jesus in therapy, however you want to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a great idea. More people should do it. Absolutely. Okay, dear. Well, I won't keep you long, but I will do my favorite part. With my second oh favorite. yeah. <laughs> my second favorite part of the show is when I ask you the three words and then you give me the first response that comes to your mind. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when I say life, what do you think about? Life. Um, I think about from when I was a little girl, going all the way up to high school, college, um, me and my husband, having my son, and doing being like a working mom and a great social worker. That's what I think about life. And just having my family around everything. Give me one word. <laughs> that was a lot. Me, me, me. There you go. Yeah. What about love? Um, my son. Oh, that's nice. And business. Um, social work. Knowing your worth. (laughs) I know it's too. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, Amber, let everyone know where they can connect with you and get more information about your mentoring program. Yeah, so um, Knowing Your Worth, Inc. is on Instagram, and it's the same for Facebook. Um, my website is www.knowingyourworthinc.org, and um, social work, mentoring, and coaching. Um, it's all one word, social work, mentoring, and coaching, and that's for Instagram and Facebook. And if you want more info about Knowing Your Worth, Inc. that's located in Oklahoma City, you can go to the website and contact me, or you can email me at knowingyourworth8 at gmail.com. And And I just want to say thank you, because I wanted to say in the beginning, I forgot. (laughs) Thank you for allowing me to come on your platform. I really uh, love everything you're doing, and I'm glad we connected. I hope we can do more stuff together, but you're doing amazing work, and I just love it. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Um, and I was just wondering, do you um, offer virtual coaching? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. For, so for social work mentoring coaching, mostly everybody that I have right now are uh, virtual. Okay. And we do Zoom, um, FaceTime, Skype. Uh, anything so yeah 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 absolutely I think that's important because you know my listeners are all over so definitely yes if you guys you know have a teen or if you just feel like you need some coaching um or some assistance definitely reach out to Amber and get more information about knowing your worth so that she can help you know your worth child All right, Amber. Well, it was a pleasure, pleasure having you on the Beauty and Soul podcast today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. All right, friends. I hope you enjoyed my discussion with Amber Lane of Knowing Your Worth, Inc. The featured song for this episode is Heal You by Sinead Harnett. 
I love this song. I love her voice. It's so therapeutic. You'll also find that this song fits perfectly with this episode because no matter how much we want to help someone, sometimes it's not our job to do it. So sometimes we have to refer them to someone else so they can get the help they need if they're willing to receive it. So enjoy the song. listening to the beauty and soul podcast where we discuss the b-side of life love and business i hope you enjoyed it and as always keep god first and don't forget to share rate and subscribe until next time